I'm Kelsey Valletta. This is a show that empowers women to embrace their sexuality. If you're just discovering it, I want to help you find your sexy. And if you're here to celebrate it, thank you so much for sharing your confidence with me. Get ready because things are getting sexual. All right, you guys, welcome to another episode. Um, I am excited for today's conversation. I'm sitting down with Maddie Jackson, who is a friend of mine. She moved away for like six months to Boston, but now she's back. So I'm so excited to have you back. Yay, I'm happy to be here. Um, Okay, so I am really looking forward to talking to you about your story. I know we've talked about part of your story in the Mm -hmm. past. But I want to start with um, the first time that you ever remember feeling sexy. Can you share that with us? Mm, I feel like I've felt sexy. Um, probably my newest relationship, which is now about two and a half years, that made me feel sexy. Um, he brings out the sexy side of me. I feel like he showed me parts of myself that I didn't even know. And then also... Um, I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like sexy is a hard word for me in general. I feel like a lot of the times like I'll feel cute or I'll feel pretty, but I feel like a time I felt really sexy was when I was my healthiest, not my leanest, and just my most comfortable in my skin, which was probably this past summer when I was just with my mom at a resort and I was like dang like I feel good I don't feel like I'm on a crazy diet I don't feel gross in my skin I don't know I feel like that was the most recent time I felt like sexy sexy you know yeah which is great to hear that it was recent yeah um if you think back to when you were younger Mm -hmm. you know before this relationship or maybe before you were ever in a relationship and it was just you growing up figuring life out do you remember a specific time that and maybe you don't have to think about it as feeling sexy yeah because I know that sometimes that can be not a thought that we have when we're younger but where you started feeling more confident in yourself or excited about a quality that you had Mm -hmm. was there anything like that that sticks out to you yeah I think that I'm such a social person that when I was around a lot of people, like if I, because I was in the student council, I was in a lot of clubs when I was in high school. And whenever I was doing those type of things, I felt really confident and not so much sexy because I was just a teenager, but like I felt confident and really comfortable in my own skin being social and being able to talk about things I was really passionate about. Yeah. That's awesome. I I can totally see that because you are... A very social person yeah. and you know everyone's different it's like some people prefer their alone time and I can tell like you you light up when you're around people yeah unfortunately I don't like being alone I like being with people hey that's okay everyone's yeah. different you're an extrovert yeah I need my alone time so yeah. we're all different <laughs> um okay so walk us through your personal journey with self-love um and everything that that has entailed for you Okay, so basically, I've kind of always struggled with finding my self-love for myself and really taking care of myself. About two years ago, I decided to go out on a limb and try to do a bikini competition. So 
I didn't really know what I was signing myself up for. I just knew I was struggling with eating. I wasn't eating enough or I, I was eating too much. I fluctuated all the time. And then I was like, I need to do something. So I was like, oh, this is a good challenge for myself. And the first six months of it were perfect. Like I had so much fun. I learned a lot about myself. And then when my actual prep came around, I thought that I was really doing good and really falling in love with myself. And then I totally just crashed down. And then I did my competition. And then after my competition, I totally, I I was a completely different person like that you're seeing right now. I hated myself. I had social anxiety. I didn't want to go out. My hormones were off. There was just so much that was going on that was wrong. I... I was depressed, I had body dysmorphia, I had a lot of things I was really struggling with. And then I got a new job, started being around people that were really positive, and then started to dress my own way, come up with my new style, and then I just started gradually falling more and more in love with myself. And, you know, I think that now I'm in a place that is so different than I was a year ago, a year ago. I, I can't even, like, I can't even explain how broken of a person I was than how I am today. I, I still have my struggles, but for the most part, I would say I've fallen back in love with myself, and I'm the heaviest I've ever been. It doesn't matter, and I am the healthiest I've ever been. I don't eat, like, a ton of junk food, but I have a really balanced diet, and I think that I've just learned to love myself for everything, not just how it is physical. Like I love myself for how special I am as a person, for everything I have been through. And also, I don't know, I feel like I have a heart of gold. And I know that sometimes people probably think that you shouldn't say that about yourself, but it's totally true. Like, yeah, I feel like I'm totally empathetic and kind of sappy, but I've grown to, instead of just ignoring that, I've in... I've grown to just embrace it, I guess. So it's been nice because I'm at a point now where, like, I still have struggles, like I said, but for the most part, I I love myself now, you know? And it's a great feeling, and I don't know why anyone would, anyone would not want to love themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the way you just put that. <laughs> Thanks. Um, okay, I, I have a couple questions for you okay. about what you all just explained and your yeah. journey, just because yeah. I feel like... If someone who's listening can relate, they might yeah. have these questions of like, well, how did you do that? Yeah. So I want to go back to the very beginning okay. when you said that you just decided two years ago that you wanted to do a bikini competition. Yeah. Did you, were you familiar with working out before this? Did you already have a routine of working out or because to go from not working out to all of a sudden I'm going to do a bikini competition. Yeah. That's a big difference. So totally. had you been working out consistently before then? Or what was your relationship like with the gym? Well, my relationship with the gym was okay. But I didn't really know what I was doing. And I would kind of just like tag along with a friend and have a friend tell me what to do. I wasn't really necessarily working out for my body type. Um, and I was doing just a ton of cardio that didn't get me anywhere. Because I'm not kidding. I really struggled with binge eating. Some days I would have like... A small meal, and then the next day I would binge eat all day, and then the next day I would have like a really small meal again, which was just totally not good for my metabolism 
or just me in general. And so I, I had a, I had a decent relationship with the gym. I just wasn't doing probably the things properly, but I didn't have a good relationship with food. Got it. And so when you say that you were binge eating, Mm -hmm. um, where, where was that coming from? Was it coming from a lack of self-love or was it coming from not understanding food and how to be healthy? Because I feel like it, they are two different things. They are, and yeah. I feel like women can struggle with both. Mm-hmm. So what was your experience? Um, To be honest, unfortunately, I feel like it was more of like a not loving myself type thing. Mm-hmm. You know, one day I would eat a small meal and I'd be like, oh, okay, it was small and healthy. But it would be like literally like one meal. And then the next day, I'd be like, oh, I ate okay yesterday, and I barely ate, so I can eat whatever I want today. So it was definitely an unhealthy relationship I had. I mean, and in high school, I struggled with that too. You know, sometimes I would go home after school, and I would be able to just, like, not eat at all, and then sometimes I would binge eat and, like, snack. So it definitely was an unhealthy thing. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like I can relate to that, and I think I've talked with you a little bit about this, Mm -hmm. how when I was – I think I was, like – 13, um, I ended up developing an eating disorder, not, not on purpose and not, not knowingly. And, and I ate every meal, but it came from a place for me of wanting to be as a 13 year old, which is crazy, wanting to be in shape Mm -hmm. or, you know, healthy, fit, whatever I saw that as, um, but not knowing the steps to get there. So I was just very restricted on my eating and it came from a place of just not being knowledgeable. Yeah. Um, so that's why I asked that because I think it's important to differentiate, yeah. you know, what it is that you're going through at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So then you said that you started working out and prepping for this competition. Yeah. You said the first six months, did you say the first six months yeah. or whatever it was? Yeah. Was awesome. Yeah. It was well, awesome. Well, cause... Why? Well, because I was pushing myself and it wasn't to a point where it was unhealthy. You know, I was I was eating five small meals a day and they were all, I mean, like, obviously some of them were kind of bland, but they were, I was eating, you know, I was eating a good amount and I was having fun with my workouts. I started seeing changes and I was like, wow, like, and I felt very, very good about myself. But then once prep hit, I had to reduce my meals and then that got scary because I had gotten so comfortable with eating again and I had a better relationship with food. Then now I had to turn around and cut out food again. And my coach required that. So then it just gets to a point where it just becomes unhealthy and I would only be allowed to have like very, very small meals, very, very bland, couldn't even add any because I would be able to have like mustard or peanut butter or like things extra with my food, but I, I had to cut them completely and I was only allowed to drink a certain amount of water. I had to start cutting out caffeine. Like there was just things that I started to have to cut out that my body had been used to. So I had to completely go depleted. And it just started to like mess with me mentally and definitely physically. Yeah. All I could think of, well, not all I could think about, but what came to my mind when you were just saying that was how many people do these shows on a regular basis, like mm-hmm. one after the other. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, do you think that most people like experience what you experience or do you think it comes from a place of, of, um, you know, some people might just be better at, 
cutting things and maybe it's you've just learned that that's not for you. It just, it's so interesting. Mm -hmm. I think that a big part of it is whoever you get to coach you. Okay. If your coach and you are really being honest with each other and telling each other exactly what you need from each other, I think that it could be a completely different story. And I think that's why sometimes girls can continue to do it and they can really excel at it. Um, regardless if they have a good coach or not, though, at the end of the day, you can damage your body. You know, it can really mess you up. I, I've known people that have struggled to get pregnant because of being that lean and depleting your body that many times. I think that if you if you ever do want to compete, you have to make sure you do your research and you find a coach that's going to really meet your expectations. I thought that I had that, but it turned out that I didn't. Um, and it was really unfortunate. And I think that that's another thing I really struggled with and why I got so depressed afterwards because I didn't place... But I also didn't feel ready to go on stage yet. And I had communicated that my water, or I held a lot of water weight in my legs, which is fine. Most ladies do. But I had told my coach I was uncomfortable with my legs and that I didn't feel like I was ready. And he pushed me to tell me, no, you're ready, you're ready, you're ready. But I, I didn't feel ready. And then I went on stage and then I... I couldn't even be proud of myself in the moment. I was just embarrassed. And you put a lot of money and time into doing a competition. It's it's hard work all the way around. Posing is just as hard as cutting. It's, it's very hard. And so then I didn't place and I was devastated because I just like didn't feel ready and I, I really worked hard. Um, so January 2018, I weighed 100 and. 55 pounds and then I from January to September I dropped down to 124 so that is quite a lot of weight in a short amount of time yeah so it's really not that healthy so then afterwards I was just kind of struggling I was like what do I do what do I do and he was like you need to do another one and I and I was like yeah you're right like I kind of want to like I want to prove myself and then I had a week off of working out and everything and I ended up reaching out to my coach saying that I wasn't sure if I wanted to immediately jump into another prep I kind of wanted to enjoy the holidays and maybe do a prep in the spring and he just dropped me he just told me like he was disappointed in me and that he um couldn't believe that I did that after he already made me a meal plan and that I was supposed to pay him and for that meal plan he had just made and just like not the kind of words that you want to hear when you're telling somebody that you mentally can't handle doing another prep. So then it definitely pushed me harder into a depression because I was like, fuck, like I just disappointed him and now I'm not only disappointed in myself but I'm disappointing other people and I didn't do good enough for this why did I even try? Yeah, because you're already so vulnerable Mm -hmm. and then you get I mean, discouraging words from yeah. a person that's supposed to be supporting you. I can yeah. only imagine. Yeah. So during this time where you were, what you say, depressed, mm-hmm. and like, how how long was that time period? Like, how Jeez. long were you struggling? I struggled from right after my show until like, probably I probably started feeling like more normal in May. So from like September to May, 
Was it more of a mental struggle or a body image? Body and mental. Okay. I, I mean, I would get off of work, and my shifts were only five hours. I was working at a gym at the time, which made it harder because everyone's like, oh, when are you going to do a show again? When are you going to do a show yeah. again? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I even want that for me right now. But I would get off of work, I would go home, and I would sleep. Like, and I, I was living with my boyfriend at the time, and I was just not, I was not there. I was not with it. I applied to get another job so I can get away from the gym. I applied at Dutch Bros. I got the job. I totally just, like, bombed it. And I I was devastated because I really wanted to work there. I needed something more social. I needed to be me somewhere. And I knew that Dutch Bros would fit my personality. But at that time, it wasn't me. So yeah. then I ended up bombing it. And I was devastated about that. And I just, I mean, it was a long period of time. I, I didn't feel normal for a while. So what what helped that finally turn around? Like, will you kind of walk us through, like, what it is that you did? Or maybe, I don't know, if it was something that happened, like an aha moment, whatever mm-hmm. it was that was part of your story that, yeah. you know, made you start to build your confidence and your relationship with your sexuality again. How did that happen? I would say... I I got a new job that made me feel confident, so that helped a lot. And then I just started surrounding myself with people that knew the real me. You know, they didn't know the show me. They didn't know Maddie that did a bikini competition. They knew Maddie, like, my friend that I've had forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I didn't let that define me anymore. And I started spending more time with my cousins. And I don't know. I feel like it. you are who you hang out with. And if you hang out with, like, people that don't make you feel good about yourself, that's going to show. Yeah. So I just started hanging out with people that made me feel better about myself. Started to – I kind of stopped the gym for a little bit. Like, I was going, but I was going for me not to get lean or to have a bunch of muscle. I was just kind of going to try to, like, rebuild a healthy relationship with the gym. And I feel like that helped a lot for sure. So I I love that you mentioned that you started surrounding yourself with people who kind of supported what you're all about. I did this episode on the importance of community, Mm -hmm. and I love hearing that you felt like you needed to make that shift in your life. And the job you have now is a social job, right? Yeah. So it's like with you just describing who you are as a person and basically that you're an extrovert and need Mm -hmm. to be around people. Yeah. It's like that makes such a big difference. Yeah, totally. Oh, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. 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 Okay, so I want to talk about your sexy. Okay. I'm going to go through this acronym with you. So at this point in your life now, let's start with your S. What is it that satisfies you and brings you joy in life? What are some of the things that just light you up? Um, probably, I mean, it's like the topic of this discussion, but probably the gym. I have found like a new healthy relationship with the gym and I love going to the gym now and it feels healthy and not like an obsession, you know? That's, I love that because I feel like, um, it takes a lot of people to find a healthy relationship with a workout. Mm-hmm. Do you do any other workouts or do you basically um, have your routine at the gym? I basically have my routine at the gym. I When I was living in Massachusetts, I did go to F45 and I loved it. I just haven't made the time to go out here yet because it's kind of expensive. Is it like interval training? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty intense, but it was fun and it was nothing I've ever tried before, so... 
Okay. So like that. And then I've tried yoga. I just need to I I need to get comfortable going and trying new things. Um I've I've done a couple hikes since I've been home. So yeah. that's been nice. What yeah. else? What are some things besides working out that besides, make you who you are? Um probably my relationship. My boyfriend is my best friend in the whole entire world. Um I don't know, I feel like when you have a significant other and you can be 110% yourself with them, it just makes being you so much easier and you're like, somebody accepts me for every part of me, you know what I mean? Um, And then probably family. I have a good family and then my boyfriend has a good family. And then I like going to music festivals. I think that that's fun. That satisfies me. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that you – I yeah. love that I love that about you because mm-hmm. it was so unexpected when you said that to me. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, I shouldn't be putting expectations on anybody. But when you said that, I was like, oh, my gosh. I love that yeah. she's totally a music festival person. Yeah, I love them. Um, okay, so let's move on to the E, which is ego. Okay. Which I know that we've talked a lot about ego today um but at this point in your life what is your self-image like in your relationship with who you are like when you look in the mirror what I think that I mean I'm not gonna sit here and lie I definitely have bad days you know like if you would ask me this two days ago I'd been like oh I'm so fed up with myself but you know I think it's all about just how you talk to yourself like if you wake up and you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like like I feel disgusting today obviously that's going to carry out through the rest of the day so the most part I've just been trying to like wake up and be like I've been doing this new thing where I'm like I get to do this today I get to do that today and I feel like sometimes when I wake up I'm like I like I get to feel pretty like I get to and like that I, I did that to myself today like I was like I get to feel like this about myself instead of being like I have to feel like I'm not pretty or I have pimples or I do this or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love that you said that. It's a change of perspective. I mm-hmm. feel like it's so ironic you bring that up because the past week in my life, mm-hmm. that has come up with a couple people I know. Mm-hmm. I get to do this instead of I have to do this. Yeah. Um, when it comes to anything in your yeah. life, like mm-hmm. with anything in life, spending money, the way you look, like mm-hmm. it's totally like a mindset to live yeah. in. And... I just love that you said that because yeah. I feel like it makes such a big difference. It really does. In your relationship with yourself and your mm-hmm. self-image. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I love to yeah. hear that. Yay. Yay. Um, okay. And then so the X is external opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we talked about this a little bit during your story, you mm-hmm. know, of your experience. Um, but at this point in your life, how much do you let what other people think or say about you affect you in your opinion of yourself? I think that for the most part, I'm pretty good, but there are still times where I struggle with it. I'm from a really small town, and I feel like I grew up knowing that everybody was watching, everybody, you know what I mean? Like, it was very, it was like, everyone was paying close attention to what you did, who you were talking to, and who you were spending your time with, and I don't know, I feel like so... It was kind of engraved in me to care what people thought, but, mm-hmm. like, as I'm getting older slowly, I'm realizing who cares and why, like, why would I care if somebody felt a certain way about me or thought a certain thing about me? So I think that, you know, I definitely am working on it, 
but it's not 100% like perfect by any means. But Which it never will be. Yeah, but I feel like I, I've gotten to the point, I definitely, like this time last year, I, I cared way too much and it kind of made me f- feel nasty. Yeah, I don't know if you ever get that feeling, but when you're just like worried too much about what people think or care or whatever and you like get like a nasty pit in your stomach or like in your core... Yeah, it it eats away at you, mm-hmm. which is yeah. if it's if you think about it, it's your body's natural reaction of telling you to get rid of that and that you yeah, shouldn't care. Exactly, and it's like mm-hmm. funny because we fight our natural instinct. I know. I don't know why we that do that. Weird. I didn't really think about that until you yeah. just explained that feeling. Yeah, which is so true. Yeah, but I feel like I've gotten better, and I'll just continue to grow and not care what people think. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your honesty. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, okay, so the why is yearn. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say this, but this is my favorite one to talk about. Mm-hmm. What What are you yearning for in your life? Like, what are your future goals? Like, what are you excited about for what's next for you? Um, I turned 24 this year, Ooh-hoo. and I have made it a goal to, by my 24th birthday, feel my most, like, confident that I've ever felt. So whether it's, like, dropping a couple pounds or just eating, like, so healthy or just, like, feeling good about myself without those two things, too, I just want to feel, like, the. I want to try to feel as best as I can by my 24th, 24th birthday. I don't really know why. I think it was just because last year I felt kind of shitty when I turned 23 and I was like, blah, I don't have friends, blah, I, like... I'm so different than I used to be. So, like, I just want to, like, keep building relationships and whatnot until I get to my 24th birthday and, like, I don't know, just – that's just, like, a mini goal, I guess. No, girl, good for (laughs) you because I was not there when I was 24. Yeah. Like, you're already so – like, the fact that you're conscious of that Mm -hmm. and aware of that and then that's – like, that's your answer to the question I just asked you. Like, that's pretty awesome. Yay. Yeah, like, you should feel – you should – I will – and does, again, it doesn't matter what I think. Right, right. <laughs> but but I just want you to know, like, you should be I, – I, I'm proud of you for that being your answer because, um, I mean, that's pretty awesome. You're 23 years old and your main goal is to feel the most confident and healthy yeah. and happy with who you are as a person. Yeah. I think that that's awesome and that yeah. people could look up to you in that way. So yeah. I think that that's something to be proud of. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and then I also, another goal, um, I want to save money. I've gone so bad at not saving money good, and I just, I want to save money. I want to be able to have, you know, a good savings account just in case anything happens or if I need to make a big purchase, and I don't know. So that's another goal. Yeah, girl, start saving your money now. I know. <laughs> that's a good goal, though, again. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Before I ask you the last couple questions I have for you, because I know we talked a lot about, you know, mental struggles and struggling with body image. Um, Do you have any just like words of advice for anyone, no matter what age Mm -hmm. they are, um, struggling with how they feel about how they about how they look? I think that it would just be like to maybe find the things you like about yourself versus the things you don't like. And then... To not, to not be so hard on yourself, you know, especially if you're young. Don't be hard on yourself when you're young because I was extremely hard on myself and I really struggle with that now. Like I wish that instead of worrying about 
how skinny all my friends were in high school, I would have just worried about like what I could do to get into college. You know what I mean? I could have been focusing on so many more important things than just the way I looked. And then I think that also to just, I don't know, I feel like being kind to yourself is obviously really important. And then to not compare yourself to others. I feel like nowadays that is just so common with social media and You know, I mean, I'm guilty of it. Like, I follow beautiful people on social media, and sometimes I'm like, wow, like, what if this was my life? But just make that your life. And we all know social media life is not real life. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So, would you say that you feel the sexiest now at this point in your life than you ever have before? Probably, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that, like I said, I go back and forth. Like, some days I'm like, yep today's the day I'm feeling good and then there's some days where I'm like feel like a hermit but I feel like for me just thinking of the past year right now is my sex like is my most sexiest point you know what I mean yeah so how would you define sexy now like what does being sexy mean to you now at this stage I think that it's definitely just being confident with who you are not necessarily like how you look just being confident with who you are and um also comfortable you know I feel like a lot of the times when you're growing up you're like oh I want to be this I want to be this like I want to be me but I'm not comfortable being me but just being completely like raw and being able to be like hey this is me and I'm just completely comfortable with it you know what I mean yeah yeah and I think that's it's so hard for people to get there mm-hmm. and some people it takes their whole life yeah definitely. you know so it's like yeah no I because I I'm, I'm definitely not the type of person that wants to paint a picture of who I am I think that that's something I struggle with with finding new friends too is like I just want to find people that can be completely themselves and not really obviously not care what people think but also just like I don't know I feel like there's just a real rareness in people just being completely themselves you know what I Mm -hmm. mean yeah totally which I feel like is part of why finding like a community or multiple communities that you mm-hmm. feel like accept you and what it is yeah. that you're all about mm-hmm. makes such a big difference. And I know that you've experienced that. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, so what is one physical trait of mm-hmm. yours that you feel like is sexy? Probably my butt. <laughs> yeah, girl, my butt. <laughs> my butt. Um, I like my butt. And then I also like my eyes. And then for like just like the insides – I yes, feel like that's my... my next question. What's, oh, okay. what's What's one character trait of yours that you think I is sexy? Love. I just. I seriously just. I have such a pure heart. Like, if anyone needed anything, I would just drop everything. You know, like I've had friends that have called me at four o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, "What do you need?" You know what I mean? Like, I'm. I'm not. I'm not a d- judgmental person. Like, I'm always there for whoever needs me, and I feel like. You don't, like, sometimes, like, I get sad because I have friends that aren't quite like that. And I'm like, oh, I need a friend like me. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a good friend, you know? So Have you always been that way? Or Mm -hmm. you have? Yeah, my mom is that way. I think think you learned it from your mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my mom is, like, 100% that way. What a great quality to pass down. I know, right? Oh, that's great. You are. You really are a very sweet person. I'm not just saying that. You really do have a heart of gold. Out of all the women I know, for sure, you have a heart of gold. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, 
that's it. Yay. Yeah. That was fun. Thank, Thank you, you so much for sitting down with me and sharing your story. Yeah. Thanks for letting me. Oh my gosh. Of course. Anytime, girl. Um, if any, if any of you guys listening have any questions for Maddie or any questions about what you heard or, you know, anything to do with mental struggles or maybe body eating, image, yeah, body image, eating mm-hmm. disorders, any of that, please reach out to either of us. Yeah. Um, because we want you to feel happy and confident and sexy. Yeah. 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 All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, go out there and find your sexy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. For more information on Find Your Sexy and for all things podcast related, visit my website, gettingsexual.com. And if you would like to leave a five-star review of the show, I would be so grateful. Actually, I can't think of anything that would be more sexy. 